welcome to Feel Good Sports. <laughs> Women's Premier League action still going on, of course, and there's been some great individual performances again mm. that we have to go through. Some teams just not firing, others seriously firing. So, so much to go through. I believe you have all the results. So we recorded last Tuesday and Tuesday night, the Capitals took out the UP Warriors, winning by 42 runs. Uh, Then on Wednesday, the Gujarat Giants put their first points on the board, winning over the Royal Challengers Bangalore by 11 runs. Thursday, first top of the table clash. And I think we're all really excited to see Delhi Capitals take on the Mumbai Indians And I don't think it turned out the way we expected, right? So the Indians restricted the Capitals to just 105 and they chased it down in the 15th. Uh, So, yeah, it was a bit of a fizzler. The UP Warriors continued RCB's misery run. So RCB did not complete their overs, putting up just 138. The Warriors chased that down in the 13th over. On Saturday, the Capitals reasserted their dominance with a bang, keeping the Giants to just 105 and then knocking that over in just seven overs. (laughs) Just over seven overs, seven overs in one ball. And last night, Sunday night, uh, Mumbai ended the Warriors' little winning streak. They had a really good go, the Warriors. Mumbai winning by eight wickets in under 18 overs with Hamapreet Kaur putting on another little masterclass in how to chase a total down like it's your job. Which, to be fair, it is, it is. her job. <laughs> uh, so, so some games that, as you said, I think you call them the fizzler. I'd go with fizzers. But we seem to have some really some teams that are really performing and then yeah. – some teams that their 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 consistency is pretty poor. Now, RCB are interesting for me because they, I don't see them as playing that badly. They just cannot win. It's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? It's not like Sophie Devine has fallen flat and it's not like Elise Perry has fallen flat. And even in the first couple of games, Smriti Mandanar looked the goods because she was getting those starts of like 30-odd. Even Megan Shoot, they looked like they had some batting to go, but somehow they're just not getting, they're not taking wickets. Yeah. And, and even that like, that previous game against the Warriors that you're talking about, where so Healy gets 96, not out of 47 balls, and in fact had time to turn down the single that was the winning run and probably just stay on strike and try and hit the six she needed to she bring up the She could have t- like <laughs> had so many gone things. selfish with it for sure. She, could have, she didn't just finish the game. Um, and I think for her, what you see a lot with Healy is those milestones and stuff for her aren't that in, at, important. They are. She loves them if she gets them. But you can see by that she was like, we've got a great win here. I'm just going to get the win and get out of here, yeah. um, which was brilliant. But RCB started pretty well, you know, Divine gets 36, Perry makes a 52, a 39 ball 52, and then it just disappears from there. So they end up struggling their way to 138 all out with three balls to spare, which is the cardinal sin not using all of it. So that's what I mean. Like they're not terrible, but they're not good enough, which is so strange. It's very collapsy in very. that middle order. Yeah. Even if you have four four or even five batters knocking twenty or thirty odd. It all adds in, up. In, with a pretty decent strike rate. We had a look at their strike rate last week and they were all striking okay. The ones that were getting starts, but those who don't get starts are, are all going for four or five or six, right? Or none. Mm. 
And in clusters, those clusters of two or three wickets, they're going to kill you, man. All your momentum's gone. My assumption, that's what I've observed. That's perfect. How do you turn that around, Jen? You're a coach. Tell me, how do you turn that around? So one thing you could do is move Mandana, and especially with all these teams with analysts and people who can stop and put together packages and stuff, I'd be going away and getting like a nice one-minute package of all these fours and sixes that she's hit batting-wise and just reminding her, you know, you're really good. And when you go out to bat, you don't have to captain. That's a different part of the game. So go out and bat. And you know what? If you get out, you get out. That's what happens at the top of the order. So we're okay with it. She might just need to hear we're okay with it. You know, the rest of us have your back. So you'd probably try and free her up and in essence try and remind her that you're only captain when you're in the fielding unit. So just go on bat. Mm. For the rest of the team, it's it's, it's a bit similar of um, – I think Perry's doing fine. You don't don't need too much discussion with her. Yeah, Sophie Devine, it's more go for it, but go for longer. Just keep going. And then it's probably for them just finding the switch for their local players. Maybe the the heat's actually on their local players a little bit of them being a bit more overwhelmed by we're part of Bangalore. This is, you know, be bold. We're a big team. We're the luxury item team in a sense. We're supposed to be the stars. Maybe they're just feeling the pressure a little bit and it's one of those things where this season will be a little bit of a write-off but they'll be much better for it in the future. So I think for the rest of their games, it's just like, guys, <laughs> we've stuffed up here. Let's just be better. So you break the shackles for them. But I just think they've been a bit iffy, whereas the other teams that have had success, their their signings or their big auction item players have, have performed in a sense, but they've actually had performances from every element of their eleven. And RCB just haven't. So RCB a little bit meh. The Giants, their performances are so far in between. And they had another horror, didn't they? Yeah, they did have a horror. It's not a good time when Ash Gardner and Laura Fulvart are both dismissed without. Yeah, Fulvart so, had a one-off two balls. Oh, and Gardner, Gardner was the Zizzo. For Zizzo. Yeah. So that's a bit rough. And Cap was fire. just on fire, though. For it, the, what are you going to do? Oh. What are you going to do when there's that kind of magic on the ground? Exactly. Honestly. Yeah, look, Gujarat had a moment over RCB and it was their moment to go, oh, no, we can do this. Dunkley was great. Dunkley. Harleen was great. Harleen's been consistently pretty great, to be yeah, honest. I think so. She's probably their best player. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I, I'm happy with that. Absolutely. To not see Dunkley... Last night was a bit weird, to be frank. So we we ended up with the Clash of the Titans on Thursday night. It was the Mumbai Indians and the Delhi Capitals. And really, the Mumbai have looked impenetrable, man. They are a stacked side who just seem to function so well as a unit. They're just great to watch. And we've seen the best of them. We've seen the best of Hayley Matthews and Nat Siva and Hartman Preetcore. And you're just like, all three of those on form at the same time. How do you beat them? And we still don't know because the Delhi Capitals, who have also looked phenomenally well-rounded, went down. Yeah, couldn't match went them. Went down hard. Meg came as close as possible with not quite managing a 50 yeah, off that one. Yeah, she got 43 off 41, but then... Yeah, two six two to Verma Capsi Cap, and then Rodrigues got the twenty five, and then again it's all single digits. They only make the hundred and five. Never going to be nearly enough. It was never going to be enough. 
And yeah. And um, they just, they looked like a completely different bowling side as well. They just didn't have the answers when it came to the Mumbai Indians who only put two wickets down. So I think we thought there were two Titans in this series and it might just be the one. It could be. It could be just the one. However, I think the Capitals bounced back exceptionally well. So then you go, okay, blip, learnt. I had exactly the same thought process. So all the talk from Meg Lanning after that loss, she took a lot of that blame on herself Mm. and was like, look, I didn't – I chewed up a lot of balls. I didn't do my job that well and we just need to have a look at it and sort it out. And they did beautifully – so on Saturday, Marathon Cap steps up, steps up larger than you would ever think anyone would bounce back. But she was just in a mood. And I think she was in a great mood based on stuff in the family household has been sorted out. She actually posted a relatively almost cryptic tweet. Said something like end of era because people were like, Cap is retired. And it had like a heartbreak thing Mm. and tears and people were like, oh my gosh, is Cap retiring? And I'm like, that makes no sense. And then she confirmed that her wife, Dunaving Nierkirk, uh, formerly the captain of South Africa, has retired. And that seems to be a good thing for them, which is great. Her career has been a little bit up and down since some injuries uh, got in the way. So, yeah, I think maybe setting that down has, has given Cap a little bit of freedom emotionally she, she, and hopefully Van Niekerk as well. I agree. Cappy uh, bowled with pace, swing. She cut the ball off the seam. It was a vintage Cap performance. What does that mean, cut the ball off the seam? Uh, so Because that, as a sentence by itself, <laughs> it's not makes no sense. <laughs> the seam on the ball? I know what a seam is. When thanks. it hits the pitch and it cuts left or right, off cutter, leg cutter. Okay. Shortened to cut the ball off the seam. <laughs> so someone who sews a lot, like my good self, would think about cutting the ball off the seam and look at you like you're a psychopath. Okay? <laughs> Just so we all know that. Uh, phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal bowling That's from awesome. Marazine Cap. and. As well, she's not the only one that took wickets. The Giants felt it. They were done for 105. Cap had a five for within seven overs of the game or something like that. Like it was yeah. just Did wearing... you see her smile when she when she bowled Laura Volvart? Yeah. Big grin. <laughs> she she was stoked with herself. The, these last few years of seeing Marazan Cap play and it, the smile come out a bit more often. People oh. people talk about it so much. So good. And then you had a bit of a wag from Wareham and Kim Garth to give some sort of semblance of respectability. So the 105. I expected but more from Wareham, to be honest. Yeah. I, I was disappointed. But the one that is struggling the most, and that just goes to show the different pressures of things, but Ash Gardner and every article that gets written is, you know, is she um, worth it? Highest paid international player. Yeah. Blah, 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 Half a million dollars. Blah, blah, blah. So at the moment. And it was always going to be the thing. At the moment, her per run, dollars per runs, it's pretty high because she's not getting many runs. Yeah. Anyway, poor thing. As if um, she wouldn't be feeling it. You know she would be. All of, of them course. are. They all know they're there to perform. However, we're missing the lead act. It was the chase. You know, so Caps Pfeiffer was phenomenal. It was but incredible. But then the chase. Hello. Shafali Verma. 
we know she has it in her. We see it. We see that brilliance coming out. But this was next level. And you could tell that she thought it was next level too because she was smiling. There was such freedom. It was interesting because from the commentary, there was quite a lot of Meg Lanning must be thinking, why is this young kid upstaging me? I don't think Meg Lanning's thinking that. I think she's like, I need to make sure Shafali Verma is on strike right now. Yeah. And, and, and loving watching it. So she's just like, I'll stand up this end and just enjoy the show. Thank you very good. much. This is so fun. And it was a show. Oh, it's incredible. Some of the shots she hit, there was one that she waxed back. I think Kim Garth might have got a thumb to it. I'm surprised that, that the she thumb didn't is still have intact. An injury. But the slow down footage from side on is Meg Lanning's face like getting out of the way and she's just like, whoa. And her head swivels <laughs> to watch it. And then she's looking at Kim Garth because that's one of her international players. <laughs> Please tell me your thumb's yeah. not are broken. You, are you okay? Yeah. You're okay, right. Cool, cool, cool. And there was a couple of like slog sweeps that Verma played where I love when a batter themselves just goes, oh, that was good. Because she just grinned. The yeah. biggest grin came onto she her face. So and she pleased. was like, that was an incredible shot that I just played. And it was huge. And I can't, I'm just so happy. Look, five sixes, five monstrous sixes. Off that. 10 fours, 76 off 28 deliveries. They won the game in 7.1 overs, as you said, at the top of the show. And, you know, so they're scoring it just shy of 15 runs, unover. And part of me was like, oh, I wish they were allowed to just keep batting. However, yeah. I know the Giants were like, we got to get out of here. This is terrible. Capitals bounced back in a big way. That was incredible. The Verma Lanning partnership, you picked it before everything started. It has not disappointed. It was always going to be my favourite thing to watch. It has not I've, disappointed. I've loved the Indian team. And you know that I've only been watching cricket really intently for the last little, the last year and a half now. And watching the Indian team do great things. And we saw with the under-19s, the potential in that setup is huge. And Shafali Verma is a lightning rod for for the future of cricket, I think. I think if you want to know what cricket's going to look like in five years, that's what you're looking at. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal. Extremely entertaining to watch. You went home. You went home. You went to bed at the innings break. You texted me goodnight. And I was like, I should go to bed. No, I'll just stay up for the power play. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> really, you, I'm really glad I did. Yeah, you only needed seven more balls after the power play and the game was done. And how absolutely brutal for Georgia Wareham as well to come in in the seventh over and just have Meg Lanning knock that four and just get to bowl that one ball and that's your whole... Uh, <laughs> that's your day. ...whole bowling innings, so... The UP Warriors and the Mumbai Indians gave us a, a good quality game. It was closer. With Healy coming into form with her batting, I did think... Maybe the Warriors are the one to do it. Maybe the Warriors are the one to, to show us how to take the Mumbai Indians apart, but they kind of collapsed in the back end there. No Grace Harris. It, it just didn't work out. Um, which is always a shame. You'd always prefer to You're have... You're always hoping to see a Harris. Some Grace Harris. The park. Agreed. Oh, speaking of which, Delhi did actually... Oh, yeah. So the Capitals put Laura ha Harris into the squad. Teased us with some social with the media. the Giants, we were really excited. And then obviously we did not see any <laughs> other batters. And I'm fine with that because Lanning and Verma are the batters that I want to see, apart from the person we're about to talk about. 
in this tournament. It's hum and pre-core. It's always hum and pre-core. Always. Always. The answer is always hum and pre-core. The answer is always hum and pre-core. <laughs> Ooh. I, I, it's not that I disagree. I'm just saying, can we have more than one answer? Yeah, we can. We can. Uh, before we go to hum and pre-core, can I give um, Yastika Bardia a shout out to? I've actually really enjoyed... She's been pretty consistent. I think we're starting to see some additional options that the Indian side will be able to use with their makeup because of what these players are getting able to yeah. do playing against each other. So that's kind of cool. Hayley Matthews probably had her down da- game for for the tournament yeah. so far. 12 off 17, just couldn't get going. Nat Siverbrunt just did Nat Siverbrunt things. Yeah. And um, Hum and Preet did Hum and Preet things. And I just want to give a shout out to the Bales for understanding their mission. Yeah. We complained last episode. The way you're going to get people annoyed at you in this series is not letting Hum and Preet core bat. Okay? We need to see more Hum and Preet core on that pitch, making runs, hitting boundaries, and thanks to those bales for having a little light up and then doing nothing about it. It, it always provides such entertainment other than the bowler who is filthy that they haven't actually got a and brilliant wicket. Healy, and Elisa just having Healy. a really solid death stare at those bales. <laughs> She looked like she could fry them. She, I, was she trying to move them with her mind? Yeah. She's trying to use the force on the bales. It's so because the way the stumps enough. light up so much, it hits leg stump. The bowler finger to the sky starts celebrating and then just stops and goes, "Huh?" And yeah. when you watch Healy's, the like bale it hits itself the lit up. The stump lit she up. She celebrates. She runs off, and then she looks back and she just stops and she stares at the measures and she's like, "Hey." Are you serious? Yeah. I have a good think about yourself. And it's almost like Core's like, stay. Good bail. <laughs> it just makes me laugh that it was that it was Core that it's happened to. It's like the overarching. This feels right. Yeah, this feels right. This feels it's, on brand. It's it's almost the opposite of what's happening in Smriti Mandana's world. <laughs> Isn't it? She, it's so brutal. And yeah, it's it's exciting that Harmanpreet has had such an incredible season and similarly to Verma, is just a lightning rod for the publicity and for that moment of going, this is it. This is the moment that we get to step onto the big stage and the spotlight of all of the cricketing nations in the world are right on us right now. All of the cricket media in the world is look, having a really good hard look at what's happening at Brayburn Stadium and D.Y. Patil Stadium, right? And those guys are just living that and loving it and poor Smriti Mandana every time she's in front of a camera at the moment my heart is breaking for her I'm I just need them to get a win because I am struggling to handle how sad she looks yeah, so sad so so def- like defeated and deflated so if we look at the ladder at this point we're recording on Monday RCB yet to get a win. They're sitting last. The Giants, just the two wins for them. Can I just point out, though, somehow RCB, not not the just worst the net run rate. No, because some of their games have actually been close. Yeah, so Gujarat Giants have the worst net run rate by by far. Mm. Um, they have two points. So I should say, yeah, they have had – I said two wins. I meant to say two points. Mm. The Warriors, the four points. Capitals, six points. And the Indians – Eight points undefeated so, so far. the Mumbai Indians net run rate dropped from 5.5 or something to 3.5 and the Capitals run rate has come up. Yeah, there's still a good 1.2 between them. They there, are just there dominant. There is a good difference between them. Each team has four games left. So you could flip it in four games. 
you know, RCB, they could do the sixes and go Look, vertical. I, but I think it's pretty clear that the Mumbai Indians are going to be in the final one way or another. They win and two it, of their last four, if, they're in. As long as the Capitals are continuing as they are. That's who we're looking at, surely. I, I hope so. I do, th- the I do think the, the, Warriors, the Warriors do come storming in. Mm. You've, got, you've got Healy, McGrath, Eccleston within that side. And all on pretty good form. Now and that Harris. Healy's kind of started making those runs. Yeah, so they're an X-factor side that could break you, you definitely. You can see it. They're a threat. The other two, the threat is that they could actually defeat you when you don't, when you're like, oh. Right now, Giants get their form. On oh, now, it is that Bangalore gets their form. Yeah, and that's where they're going to be annoying. In the second half of the season, mm-hmm. with a lot of those international players coming straight off the World Cup, there's going to be some tired, tired bodies, man. So at this point, Lanning has the orange cap with the most runs. So she's got 206 runs so far from the four games. Mm-hmm. Shark has the purple cap for the bowling. So she's still going really well. We talked about her last week. Not much has changed. Still doing her thing. 12 Mm. wickets. And Healy has the highest individual score with that 96 not out. And Cappy 5 for 15, the best individual bowling figures. On the um, Premier League, Women's Premier League website, you've got the most valuable player, Hayley Matthews. 138 points. She has been very impactful. Because she's she's doing good things with the bat and and the ball. ball. You can't argue that. That's fair enough. It's the Hayley Matthews you wish you saw all the time. The first time I saw Hayley Matthews was in the ODI World Cup last year. And I remember just watching her play and she is incredible. We haven't seen as much of that in the year since. But it's here. When you see it, you just constantly remind you again. It's mesmerising to watch her when she's in that good a touch. And the fact that she offers you the bat and ball is is why she is... uh, you know, most valuable player when she's up and about. Yeah. The one for me, Fair Play. The Fair Play Award. The Fair Play Award, which to me must be a bit similar to your spirit of cricket, which is what we call it across Australian leagues and competitions. And as players, you always find the Spirit of Cricket Award tends to go to the team coming stark last. And the truth is It's the is consolation there. prize. <laughs> It is, it's like the RCB. Yeah, RCB, yeah, so apparently the fair play team of the tournament so far. Yeah, okay. So they must be very humble in defeat. They handle it well and they've got good conversation skills with the umpires. They it's usually something that comes from umpires. They don't look like a team. that They're not exactly like ditching the ball at the ground and having a swear. They're not they? a sad sack team. A divine, it never plays her cricket that way. Can we have a look at what Elise Perry said about... Perry never plays her cricket that way. Yeah, there's, a re- there's a lot of players. Heather Knight. They're, very, they're yeah. a very likeable team, but they're a very likeable team that are losing. Yeah, the they're a likeable team that we just <laughs> would love to see them on the winning side. Um, yeah, Elise so Perry. Elise Perry uh, in a little press conference earlier this week. Of Smriti Mandana, she said, she's an incredible player. I think she's a great captain too. She just needs a chance to find her feet in the tournament. And she will, no doubt, but the bigger picture, it's just going to mean we are going to see an even better version of Smriti after this. And it's really important to kind of see that confidence from from Perry and know that actually Smriti Mandana is in a position to to learn from the best in the business. Sophie Devine is known for being a phenomenal captain Heather Knight is no shirk and then she's got Dane Van Kirk as well. So there is a lot of leadership for Smriti to be learning from right there. Yeah. And if she is able to 
yeah, of course it hurts to not make runs, but also she's becoming a better player. Yeah, I think she will even be while be- she's not right. She will runs. be better for it. She's getting a chance to captain where she probably hasn't ha- really had at this exposed level before, so it's only going to make her better. And I think the one thing you asked before, what could they do? That's those senior players, the Divines, Vanderkirk, um, Knight, alongside their coach uh, Ben Sawyer, just grabbing Smitty aside and going, "We've got this." There's a whole heap of area that we can do. So remember, when you bat, that's all you're doing. Yeah. You don't need to have your brain anywhere other than very present. And I think that's probably all that if she would reflect back, her mind's too busy. If I she think, can clear that out, she's away. I think the one – we've seen incredible performances, but we actually do want to see – we don't want to – we want to see it, the competition almost even up a little bit. Yeah. We love seeing Harmer Precourt or just demolishing. We love that. We love seeing the Lanning Verma show. Yes, please. Every day I'll buy that ticket. Yes, please and thank you. Um, but we also want to see the Mandana Divine show. Yes, please. Desperate for it. We want to see Ash Gardner. I want to see Gardner go nuts. And Wolfart just go off. There's a 42 metre boundary at one of these um, grounds that we learnt from Gardner talking to Lisa could make Stalika. it sad. <laughs> it's going to happen. Um, it's got to happen. And we are looking forward to it. So we're 100% sure. I'm 100% sure it's coming. All right. Fire out. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it, we had we put a chat up with Lisa Stalaker last week. Very good um, of her to take some time. It was great to chat with you. Yeah, really lovely of her to say yes to that opportunity, and um, hopefully we'll get to a couple other people from over in the WPL just to give us an insight of to what it's actually like. And yeah, it is so fascinating. I loved Lisa's um, discussion about how if you like fine food or if you like art if you like the best of things you'll like the WPL totally fair loved it my favorite bit about that chat I have to say was when she was talking about preparing for the auction because I none of us know none of us know what what the IPL and the WPL auction are like because it's such an intricate process and actually hearing her talking about what it was like to be just pulled in so suddenly to that process so if you want to know a little bit more about the WPL auction from someone who was involved Lisa Stalaker currently mentoring the UP Warriors Find that chat. It was our last episode. So you can find it on anywhere you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, whatever. And <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you can hit us up on Instagram. It is Feel Good Sports Pod. Let us know what you like, what players you want us to have a have a closer look at. Yeah. And that's us. Laters. Laters. Laters.